Don Durham, and welcome to Patent Pod. The Pennsylvania Training and Technical Assistance Network, or PATENT, provides a full array of professional development and technical assistance targeted to improving student results. The work efforts center around various initiatives. One initiative we want to focus on today is the English Learner Initiative. Joining Patent Pod is Maria Ronnenberger, educational consultant leading the work of this initiative out of the Central Patent Office. Maria, welcome to Patent Pod. We're excited to have this conversation with you today. Hi, Dawn. Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be here. You know, Maria, when we think about all the different initiatives that Patent is able to provide training technical assistance around, we chose to look at the English Learner Initiative today because I don't think it's one we know a lot about. And with you kind of stepping in to really lead this work, we're so excited to be able to have this opportunity for you to kind of educate all of us around the initiative and these work efforts. So kind of with that in mind, help us understand what is the work that this initiative does and ultimately who is it that your team serves? Yeah, first and foremost, Dawn in general, we provide technical support and training for our educators who support our multilingual students and families. But our most specialized and focused work is to support those duly identified learners or multilingual learners that have a disability or a need that has substantial impact on their learning and behavior. We ensure that English learners receive appropriate supports and that language is a resource not a deficit, to maximize their academic achievements and their language acquisition and not disproportionately identified for special education services. You know, Maria, you said language is a resource, not a deficit. What a great kind of uh, a piece to hold on to. When we think about our multilingual learners, to really see the benefit and the, the perspective and the expertise that they bring forward when they come to an educational setting and to really see that as a value and not as a deficit. And you had spoken to, and I'm, I just want to stay here for just a moment here, look, really looking at um, training and technical assistance across the board, of course, but really specifically looking at those duly identified learners. Can you just briefly explain what it is you mean by a duly identified learner? Absolutely, and I think it can do more than that. When we're uh, talking about our duly identified, we're talking again about those students that bring um, an uh, IEP, they may have an IEP, um, and they also have more than one language. So they're acquiring the English language and also have other languages which they're bringing to the table. And the ways that we support them and their educators is threefold. The one would be uh, we per are promoting this interdisciplinary and cross-content collaboration, which is key um, to be able to build a strong foundation of evidence-based second language acquisition principles and knowledge. So that's where we offer that training and technical support to help schools to be able to identify what I just spoke about. What is a language difference, a cultural influence, and what is a disability? And then in addition, in addition, working with those schools to ensure that they have the assessments and data collection measures and metrics to gather a robust body of uh, linguistic and content evidence using, and this is important, comparative data of true peers, both that quantitative and that qualitative data to support those evidence-based practices and identify those students that have a need um, and they need additional supports and then last, above all else, um, this all cannot be accomplished without developing a strong cultural competency. Yeah. We work with schools to ensure that we have culturally and linguistically responsive policies and practices in place to address the disparities 
improve access to equitable services, and produce better outcomes across the board. So this intersectionality of disability and emergent bilinguals is no exception in presenting significant obstacles and traversing the systems to address relevant responses. And this requires a high degree of cultural competency on both sides. You know, I appreciate you just taking a moment to kind of pause and just think about what does that term mean, duly identified, and you spoke to, it's those who have been identified as needing special education services, as well as having more than one language. Um, and you talked about really that interdisciplinary collaboration across the board and how necessary that is. You talked about making sure that folks have adequate and the most appropriate assessments to really look and, and look at the right data that's really gonna give us the answers or hopefully give us the answers we're looking for. And he said it's kind of all encompassing within that cultural competency, understanding that we want to be responsive to those various cultures um, and that, that we have the benefit of having in our classroom environment. So thank you for just kind of pausing there to, to take a look at that a little bit more closely. So I, I want to just think about, so you're talking about all these ways in which the English Learner Initiative here at Patton and you leading that work can really help schools um, and districts and really areas and communities to enhance the services and supports that students who are multilingual are receiving. And you know, and, and when I think about all the times that we're in schools, we're always asking schools to use data to guide and to drive their instruction. We're no different here at Patton, right? We also want to use data to guide what it is or how it is we're providing our training and technical assistance. So thinking about that data, right, what data or, or needs assessment did you all use to determine what needed to be put in place? What supports and services for practitioners really would benefit the field the most? So if you could just kind of speak to that a little bit. Yeah, that's an excellent question and very, very important, especially around our work. And uh, when I came into this role in January, I knew that really um, acquiring that data was going to be important to be able to be responsive to the needs of the district throughout the state. Mm -hmm. So now we know after hosting a, a virtual roundtable and engaging in what I call the listening campaign, that means meeting with districts throughout the state of Pennsylvania, that everyone, whether it's a large urban school or a suburban district or even those small rural districts, uh, what we received clearly back from um, our various resources was answering the why. Why does it matter most right now to all educators and stakeholders? So after coming through one of the most, um, I guess, tumultuous times in education, uh, we are all trying to find our bearings and we're taking an inventory and paring it down to what really matters most. And so um, we know that as a state that we were holding at around 8% English learners in 2017. And up until recently, many schools didn't even think about paying attention to cultural and linguistic responsiveness as a, as a great need, or at least it wasn't top of their uh, professional development list in order to stay afloat. So as of 2020 though, in just three years, things have changed. It's not just the number of L's that 72,000 and increasing those that are identified as learning English in our classrooms. But what really should matter as our why is that out of 13 million people in Pennsylvania, one out of seven identified on the 2020 census as being multilingual person, uh, a multilingual person. And so as a person who speaks another language in addition to English, this has gone up even more due to recent events in this past year. So remember, our schools don't just deal with students. 
We deal with families, community members. They're our primary stakeholders. So our demographics are changing rapidly. And we need to understand that a previously monolingual system can and should be evaluated to capitalize on language. You know, I appreciate having a little bit of those statistics. I, I, I am slightly embarrassed to say I didn't know. I didn't know how extensive that growth was in regards to that multilingual population just within Pennsylvania. So thank you for bringing that to our attention. And you, know, and you talked about our dynamics are changing and we have to change along with that. Right? The students we're, we're getting into our, into our school buildings uh, may, may be different now with their languages and, and what they're bringing to the table for us. And so I think that's something important that you kind of really spoke to is that understanding the why. Why is it that we as practitioners in the field, particularly here in Pennsylvania, why do we need to be thinking about English learners? And um, I, I'm very appreciative and I, and I have to say, um, grateful that you are looking at that data that you held you said roundtables and i love your campaign the listening campaign what is it that schools across the area are saying they are in need of and that's really how you determined what your team will focus on for this upcoming academic year so i appreciate knowing that it's not just something that you all thought oh this would be good to talk about but you're really thinking through what are the needs of those in the field and i, I think that's something to be applauded so thank you um, to you and your team for really thinking about that and engaging in those listening and conversations and those roundtable conversations yeah thank you they were important to us too I'm sure they were exciting, you know, a little bit daunting at times, but really exciting to hear about what needs to have, have happen in the upcoming year. And so on that note, you know, here I am, I'm listening to this, I'm recognizing that the dynamics in my classroom are changing, that I myself do not have, I don't think I have the necessary knowledge and skill set to work with multilingual learners or do the best that I think I can do with multilingual learners. How do I, as a practitioner, reach out to you and to your team? How do I get resources? How do I get connected? Kind of walk us through what that may look like for those that are listening and saying, I think this is an area that I may need some assistance with. Yeah, connection and resources is paramount. And so we want to make that as uh, accessible as possible, as that's what we want for our students. We want that for everybody that we serve. So first and foremost, I'd, I'd like to invite people to visit our website. Um, you can find that at patent.net uh, slash multi-tiered systems of support slash English learners. And what you'll see is that we are doing a revamping and our, our website is currently um, in development, but we encourage you to visit it for several reasons. Uh, one, you're going to see an uh, email button where you can just press on and request English learner support. And that'll go directly to me. Um, you can email me your, uh, your district or your organization's specific need, because that's what we want to do here at Patton is be responsive um, and meet your need. So uh, also on that website, you will start to see um, different uh, tabs one of which will be a hot topics feature where we will address topics of discussion that are specific, specifically relevant and picking up traction in the state that everyone's talking about. Mm -hmm. um, right now, Act 158 and the Pathways to Graduation is one that we're developing. And then another one that a lot of people are very curious about that is a, a big um, passion of mine is cultural navigation. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to find some little uh, tidbits on there with certain case studies that you'll be able to look at and then uh, reach out for more resources. There'll be a repository of resources connected to that as well. So uh, in addition to emailing or calling directly, um, I would also like 
I'm excited to have this opportunity to announce that on July 5th and 6th, we will be hosting our first L conference entitled, Am I Doing What's Best for L's and Duly Identified Students in My District? So this is gonna be um, one day in person and then one day virtual. So the July 5th will be an in-person day and then July 6th will be a virtual day. And the reason we're doing this because on day one, uh, we're entitling the day one session, foundational knowledge every administrator should know. And so we're inviting administrators uh, to, to come out to the Harrisburg Patent Office and uh, really explore the term English learner, know the state federal requirements and regulations. And we're gonna be using an MTSS framework to be able to uh, talk about those uh, evidence-based practices. And then on day two, the reason we're having it virtual is because we're asking those administrators to go back to their teams. And remember, I first talked about those systems of collaboration, which are gonna be key. So we really, really wanna uh, encourage that. So we want them to go back, get their teams together and get them around the table, attend virtually, and we really then start doing the work with their own data and digging into that data. Based off of that conference, we wanna hear. We wanna hear back from the attendees. We wanna know exactly what they took away and what they need more on so that we can really meet the need uh, directly to the, so it gets right to the classroom, right to the teachers and students. Wow, you're doing so many things to connect all of us to these great resources. So I just want to kind of go over them again. Visiting the patent website, specifically looking at the English learner area. Um, there's an ability to email requests directly to you and to your team to say, hey, I think I need some assistance. And then to collaborate directly with you in the initiative to really get those um, enhancements in place in practice. You also talked about those hot topics for English learners. What a great way to really start engaging in some discourse around what's currently being discussed, what's going on, what may be causing um, some, sometimes some uncomfortable conversation around how we want to address and how we want to enhance outcomes for our students, particularly for our multilingual learners. I love the idea of a repository for resources. I always need somewhere to go. Um, and that now I know that that patent website under the English Learner tab will give me those, that email request to for support, the hot topics, and kind of some information there as well as that resource repository. Um, and I'm so excited that you announced here on Patent Pod that you're doing your first English Learner Conference July 5th and 6th. Of this of this year 2022 um, knowing that it's a hybrid both in person and for that first day and virtual that second day and it looks sounds like you're really looking at application that you're really looking at take the information that you've gained from our time together and then really look at how does that look sound and feel how do we apply that in the particular school settings that folks are will be coming from so I'm, I'm so excited to hear that we'll have that opportunity to really join together and network um, as well as to kind of collaborate and learn from each other. So thank you for sharing that. We're excited to have that opportunity to be a part of that along with your initiative and your teamwork. Yeah, we're absolutely thrilled. And that's what it's gonna be, a time to network and uh, really have some honest discourse and connect to the real technical support and training that is what you just said, gonna be applicable. It's just not out in the air as theory, but it's what we really need. Uh, in our schools. So yeah, thank you for allowing me to announce that here on the Patent Pod.
Yeah, we're excited. I'm excited for that. I'm very much, I'm very much looking forward to that piece. You know, Maria, it's always a wonderful opportunity for us to kind of highlight what it is that initiatives do. And, and there's so many great efforts that occur here in Patent Pot or Patent and across the Commonwealth that for Patent Pot to have the opportunity to kind of pause and, and focus on the, that English Learner Initiative is just so wonderful. And, and we're so grateful to you for taking lead on this work and for showcasing the initiative here on Patent Pod. So thanks so much for joining us today. I can't thank you enough as we know that this is uh, definitely something that we're all talking about, we all should be talking about, and that you gave me the opportunity to uh, be, be able to be here and represent that. I look forward to being able to connect with others and uh, moving forward and see what the year brings. So thanks again for having me. Oh, we're excited to have you here anytime. Thank you to all of you in the field. You are truly an inspiration to us all. A special thank you to John Ragsdale for producing this podcast. We'll see you next time on Patent Pod.